What's popping, party people? We're back. We're inside. It's the Absolute Waffle Podcast. It's myself, 26 Abs, on the bloody Instagram. I say it every week. I do say it every week. Some of you are following me. Some of you aren't. You're just listening because your friends are sharing my podcast. And that's all fucking. Oh, what am I doing on my Apple Watch here? No, stop got a new Apple Watch and it's doing all kinds of crazy things, I'll be honest. There's a button here and a button there. Um, yeah, some of you listen because your friends share it. And you don't follow me yet. And if you don't follow me, follow me, man. I want you to follow me so you can hear all this great content that I drop. Bi-weekly. Well, it's meant to be bi-weekly, but I'm just a donut, bro, and I like go on holiday and forget to put the stuff in my iCloud drive so it, so it can't upload. And it's just a classic pork chop thing to do, to be honest. It really, really, really doesn't help me. Um, but, you know, we move. We're sat down again. It's me, alone. You probably thought, why is this guy waffling on um, for so long? Like, where's where's the introduction of the mandem? There's no mandem. It's just me. Me and myself, them. Because... I am here to talk the wonderful words of life. What the fuck is this doing, bruv? Um, I'm just trying to copy and paste something, and it's just cute, and they're not working. What are you doing? You stupid. Oh, right, there we go. Finally done it, bruv. I've worked out. As a grown man, how to use a computer. Well done, Billy. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, usually I've got some guests on here. But this week I don't. It's just me again. I did a solo episode a couple of weeks back. Had great fun. People really loved it. So, you know, we're back again. Just for a short little one on this fine Wednesday. Wednesday when you listen to it. Not Wednesday when I'm recording it. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to fill you in on what's been going on in my life. What's been going on in life. You can tell me, I'll sit quiet for a little bit and you can talk to me about what's been going on in your life. I can't hear you and I don't really care, so that's a good thing. But I will sit there and pretend that I'm listening because the podcast will be muted, it'll be a little open space for you to speak. And at the end I'll say, wow man, so great. I'm either so proud or, or so happy or so excited to see how you come back from that, depending on what it was. Um, but yeah, that'll be good, John. Um, and we're going to talk the madness that has been life, man. My last episode, I had my good friend Ty on. And um, it's so funny, man. I got a lot of people laughing at, uh, like, messaging me saying, bro, that story of your sister crashing into you is so funny. Um, and it, it is interesting because leaving that podcast episode, I thought to myself, you know what? That, that, that segment about car crashes was so jokes, man. That... That is up there with one of my favourite, um, like, little skits is probably the wrong word. Um, but one of my favourite kind of little parts of my podcast that I've done so far. Um, it's been absolute, that was absolutely jokes, man. And I swear down, um, I've now got consent, yeah. It's coming. I, I promise it's coming. Big Berry Dog, who some of you will know, some of you won't know. This is the man behind the cat airbnb the man that rocks up to an airbnb gets told by the lady keep the door open because the cats want to come in the bedroom 
to me, yeah, mind-boggling stuff. But he's given the consent, the verbal consent, that he can be revealed as the Grandmaster Cat um, whisperer. And he will also come on and tell the truth. Berry Dog reveals all. Cat in the Airbnb. Nah, like, he, he said he'll come on. He wants to do a podcast episode anyway. So he, he said he'll clear a few things up. But listen, let me tell you something, man. That that Airbnb story, now that it's all said and done, there's so much more to it. It is so much funnier than me and Ty initially thought. And the perfect person, for those that have met him and those that haven't met him, the perfect person for this story to have involved is Barry Dog. And the perfect person to come and tell it is the man Barry himself. So we will... um. We will get him on, he will talk that, and, and my God, will it be a story and a half. I think, pardon me, I'm yawning, man. I think that might be an episode that I have to save for when i got the cameras rolling, which camera's coming soon, man. I'm, I'm speaking with a few friends of mine about what to do regarding um, cameras, isn't it? Like, the, based on the layout of my room and how things are going to work, how, what's the best way to shoot and edit, etc., I've learnt the, the audio side of things, I understand that now, I've got my own mics, um, and yeah, we'll see with the video stuff, man, I'm, I'm talking with some friends of mine that are videographers, so hopefully soon we can get that sorted, we can have an answer to that, and that'll be good, man, that'll help, that'll help the content drastically, if people have enjoyed listening to it, so I've heard, um, so people have shared with me, and I think it's, it'll be nice to get some visuals, man, because I know what I'm like, I personally prefer watching um, video podcasts. Are they called video podcasts? I guess they are. That's what I call them anyway. Um, I personally prefer watching them, but that's because I'm probably slightly on the spectrum and slightly need to keep myself entertained while doing 500 things at once because I can't just sit there and listen to something. But if you sit there and listen to my podcast, big you up, man. That's super, super cool. And I appreciate it. I was going to say the fucking um, cursing thing. Do you know why I was going to bring that back up though, yeah? Because big her up, man. I shout my mum out a lot, but I'm going to shout her out again. She listens to my podcast religiously. Like every episode I drop, I can guarantee she's listening to it. And it's the same for my siblings, man. They're big, big supporters of mine. But my mum in particular, man, we was, we was going to Costco the other day. And don't get me started on my mum at Costco, man. Like that lady can buy up the gaff anything in there she, she'll justify needing it she's just buying up the gaff shopping here shopping there da, 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 trolley full my little sister's all behind the trolley doing that world's strongest woman trying to push it down the aisle like come on mum's filling it up to the brim bruv you know that guy on TikTok that says to the brim oh my god I just yawned again sorry the guy on TikTok was like to the brim that's my mum in Costco bruv she's maxing out the trolley but yeah, the only good thing about that is I'm smacking the Amex points. Like, me, I'm there with the Amex points. Like, bow, 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 bow. Hold that. Um, so yeah, we're just chopping that up. That's been, we was in um, Costco. Yeah, she's doing a thing. Oh yeah, we was in Costco. Sorry, I went on a tangent there talking about my mum at Costco. Um, but she like, we was... Um, my... Dom's, listen man, I'm recording this podcast and Dom's telling me Costco don't take Amex. 
why is she lying? Because I spent uh, my watch. You, you lot heard my watch ping, yeah. But she's all texting me saying Costco don't take Amex. As if I'm lying. I paid my Amex the other day. I'll show her the Costco bill on my Amex. She's a hater, bro. Probably sat outside the room getting a live listening to this. I'm a hater. How do I mute? That's annoying. That's why my thing was still pinging then. What are you messaging me for? Yes, they do take credit cards. I paid on my Amex the other day. You know, because she set up as an emergency contact on my thing, she how do I turn it off so that she's not going to bloody... Oh, my God. Stop texting me because it's pinging on my thing, man. No, you're one... Dom, I swear down, I'm turning my watch off because you're... You're jarring, man. Getting a bin. All texting me. Um, talking about... This, that, and a third. Costco don't take credit cards unless it's the Costco Amex. Well, hold that, because whoever told you that is a liar. I paid on my gold card the other day. I've paid on my gold cards the last two weeks I've went. I'm getting the points for it. So hold that. And I'm a big-time executive member. And I'll come and show you the bank statements. But you lot all heard my watch pinging up. Because I'm sat in her office right now. She's probably sat out there like some sneaky kid waiting to go work. I'm posted up in here on the comfy chair, living it up. But anyway, before I was rudely interrupted by my partner pinging off my watch, what I was saying is, we was driving to Costco, and my mum was telling me how, um, I'm not going to reveal what she does for it. I might have already done that, I probably have. But um, she, was, she was sat in her place of work, and she was listening to my podcast with some of her colleagues, and I'm like, oh, probably not a good thing. Um, or she sat, sits there and listens to it with her headphones in, but she always says to me, oh, I, I love this bit of your podcast, I love that bit of your podcast, like it's proper sick, man, it gives me good enjoyment, um, and it's fun for me to like hear my mum enjoy my podcast and listen to it and get, get a kick out of it, some enjoyment out of it, so that's always nice, man. Um, in life, what's been going on in life, in my life, in life in general? Life in general, I gotta talk about it. These oil men, big them up protesters. I I've got an interesting start to it, and I was talking about this to my missus. Um, so my stance right now is big them up, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep causing commotion, because you're getting your message out there. And the reason that's my stance is because they haven't impacted me. It's not been. I've not been trying to go where they're going, and I've I've been going the other way. So the traffic's never got me. Let it be known. If I pulled up to the Dartford crossing, and I see man in a hammock up in the sky, I'd have been fuming, fuming. But what I don't get yet, at the same time, why didn't they just drive under him? If he's up in the air, what? Well, or were there people on the floor as well? I don't really get it. But yeah, these men are going sicko mode, bro. They are, whoever like is the creative director behind it all is a mastermind. They're doing a madness, dashing paint on paintings, irony, gluing themselves to the wall, mental. Like, uh, oh, bro, the, oh, the best one yesterday. Yeah, so when I'm recording this Wednesday and it's coming out on Wednesday, by the way, because I wanted to keep it live. So I jumped on in the morning before I went to work and recorded it. Um, I want to keep it nice and fresh. Yesterday, bro, they were pulled up on, what's that strip? Abbey Road, I think it's called. 
Um, and the, you know where the Beatles, that famous photograph on the, um, I'm all posing like the photograph, but you can't even see me, on the zebra crossing. They posted up there, they pulled up, dressed all in the, dressed to the nines, that's what they say, saying it, dressed to the nines, well, uh, um, pulled up on that crossing to take, as if like they're taking the famous photo. Then they just freeze there, bruv. Stick one of them just stop oil vests on, and that's it. They were stood there doing up mileage. Not, well, they weren't doing up any mileage because they were stood there in one place, causing a ruckus. But, bro, big them up, man. They were, they're going crazy at the moment. They're doing a whole kind of madness. And, and right now, because they're not impacting me, I'm team their side, innit? I think my, my take on it is, yeah, do the other stuff that's causing commotion, like, Yesterday they went up and uh, there's some lobbyist who's all for like fossil fuels. Wait, is fossil fuels the one that's not renewable? What's the dangerous one, man? And I need one of you, man. Anyone on my podcast, yeah, that's into all this like um, just stop oil protests and all that, yeah. Come on and educate me on this stuff because I don't really get it. Like, I don't see the problem in it. But so anyway, the, the, the thing that they're against, there's one lobbyist. They went to his yard and sprayed up his house, like the whole front of it, orange. I'm all for that stuff, yeah? I'm not I'm not condoning it and I'm not inciting it. I'm by no means suggesting that this is what we should do. But what I'm saying is if we're doing something and you want to protest about something, you have to make commotion. So make commotion by shit like that. Like go and the people that you're against, go and paint up their house with a camera crew. Go sit outside a BP garage or all of that stuff, man, like, cause a proper ruckus. Don't be getting in the hammock on the Dartford Crossing. With that one, yeah, the hammock on the Dartford Crossing, or whatever, that, like, how did they get up there? How did they string the hammock out and then safely get in the hammock without no one noticing? The reason I asked that is because there's a lot of risk involved in that. He's up. On this bridge, doing the madness. Um, I don't really, don't really get it. Like, I was looking at the pictures of my man, yeah? Um, and he was, like, he was up in the air, innit? Like, how did he get up there? Like, how did he get up there? I'm looking at a picture now. I wish, I, obviously, again, it's not visual, so... But how did these men get up there? Like, and also, yeah, what I don't get... Is... Why the hell didn't we just drive under it? The road is empty. Like, what? With the police stopping it, I guess. It might, the police must have um, been stopping people from driving under it, right? Because if it was some wallad at the front, um, then that was like, no, I'm not driving. I'll just say, get out of the way then, bruv, because I'm driving. Um, but yeah, bruv, you know what I say to him? He took it a bit far, mate. And where he continued to take it a bit far, mate, is my man did an interview I see on Instagram. He compared himself to like, I can't remember who it was, but like Martin Luther King, let's say, or or Gandhi. He, bruv, he basically said, I'm the man, innit? He's like, me getting up there in the hammock, that was me. 
and I'm certified for it. And I think there is one thing that he is, it's a certified walad. Um, I think you need to get back to um, dashing, painting about the place and going into like BP garages and knocking some smart water on the floor. Cause a ruckus that way. Cause you know what? Talking of that, yeah, not that I'm um, condoning it, but I heard, rumour has it, and I saw online, allegedly, someone was having a firework display in their back garden right by it. And that's what made them get down. Like the video, is, the video is a bit misleading. It almost looks like the fireworks have been fired in that direction. And that's wrong if that is the case. But um, what happened is someone was having a firework display in their garden. Obviously it got a bit loud up there, 200 metres in the air. A little bit wobbly, a little bit windy, a little bit cold. And at that point you think, you know what, with the fireworks going off, probably call it a day. I'd have watched like 15 minutes of the show, I reckon. Seen some pretty lights. And then I would have got out of there, skedaddled. I'm trying to think, if I was going to have a, if I was given tube of oil, tube of oil, not a tube of oil, that's ironic, they're protesting against all you walad. Tub of glue and the mission to go and glue myself to the most inconvenient place in the world that's going to cause hella commotion. What would I do? I would glue myself. Glue myself. Hmm, where would I glue myself? If it's possible, I'd glue myself to the um, each hand to the doorway of the entrance to the bar of, in the Houses of Commons, so that them corrupt Tories can get in there. Uh, but I'm going to come on to them corrupt Tories. Where would I glue myself? Da, 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 da. Hmm. I think I would just straight glue myself outside the Houses of Parliament. I'm just gonna, me and the man them, this is what I would think, this is what I would do. Me and the man them, we're going to go, we're going to glue our hands to each other first, so we're like a big chain of um, glued up men, paws. And then we're going to go outside... We're not actually going to do this, by the way, but I'm saying if I was to be a part of this and they were like, you need to cause, like, there's a prize for the most commotion caused by a bit of glue in you and your mates. We're going to make a little chain. We're going to go outside, house the parliament, and just then the, peop the two people in the end glue their hands to the floor in it. Then we're just going to be sat outside there, causing a ruckus. Or, because you know you can't actually get to number 10, there's a gate before the road, at that gate to the road, we'd have glued ourselves there. We'd have run there quickly, got on the floor, that's it, we're glued. Now a man can't get in and out of his house, being held hostage, you get me, by me. Um, but talking of being held hostage, I'll tell you what is being held hostage, this country, by the Tories. And you know, I'm not usually one to slate the Tories. I'm, I'm against them, and I think if you vote Tory, like my good friend Vanners, <laughs> who doesn't even vote Tory, by the way. He's just from a pretty posh area that is pretty Tory. Um, I don't know his voting stance on the next GE. I'm sure it will change. Um, but what, what we are all in alignment of, um, whether you're a young Tory or not, the only people that are still for the Tories are the Tories, the, the rich white men and women of this country 
Um, they're probably above the ages of 50 um, because anyone under that has discovered that these lot are all wallads. And Liz Trust, she's... Liz Trust's an interesting one, yeah? She's done an absolute job. Imagine if we applied that to everyday life, yeah? So you've got a, you've got a, stick, a 45 day stint in, no matter how good you are, you're gonna get paid a pension by that gaff. If all it took was 45 bad days of work to guarantee yourself a pension, I worked at Wix for like two years. I reckon I was bad for 50% of that. It's 365 days then, 365 days, that's how many times is 44 going to, to 300? Like, well, I can't bother to do the maths, man. It's too early. I'm recording this at 9 a.m. in the morning. Um, but however many times that goes into 360, that's how many pensions Wix owes me if we're basing life off of Liz Trust. She did a job for 45 days. The Queen kicked the bucket because of her. The pound crashed. Um, and now, for the first time in my life, I remember growing up, yeah, the US was this glamorous place because one pound was like $2. So you could go there and get stuff for cheap, come back and, and show off to all your mates because you've got all this stuff in the US. Now, one pound will buy you one dollar, I think. That is nuts and that's all Liz Truss's fault. Her and um, her little companion, what was his name? Kwame, I'm sure. What was his name, bruv? That donut that also quit super early on. She's a well-ad Liz Truss, man. And now she's getting 120 bags of pension what bruv imagine that i actually can't believe that that's a thing you know she's just clutched up and then yeah talking of clutching up bruv to make matters worse and it's been squashed now we've got a new pm rishi sunak i'm going to come on to him but to make matters worse i just banged the chair on the wall you probably heard that to make matters worse boris entered the gulag and was clutching up that is nuts. That is absolutely nuts, bro. I, we, me and the man them were talking in, in the chat, not the man them that come on the podcast, the other man them from the trainer community. We were talking in our little chat, and I'm gonna when I post this episode, I'm going to post a meme that Ben made. Um, bruv, he was clutching up in the gulag, waving Brexit flags about. I thought he was coming back from the dead. I thought Boris Johnson was coming back to number 10. It was it was like the grandmaster plan, bro. Like, get Liz trusting. She's gonna bin it. He's gonna look better than he was, and he's gonna come back. But he decided to pull out so that his rich little mate, Rishi Sunak, the biggest baller to step foot in number ten. I I saw that my housemate shared something with me yesterday that said Rishi Sunak is twice as rich, him and his wife's net worth, which by the way, yeah, I, I hate that stat, him and his wife's net worth, because his net worth is being stat padded by hers. Don't get me wrong, he's worth like 150 million, yeah, so that's big bread, especially for an MP, that's big, big, big bread. But his wife's worth like 600 and something, so they're stat padding his, um, his net worth with hers, because they're saying they've got a combined net worth of like 750 million. She's the breadwinner, isn't it? He's just a little man that goes out to work. He should be a stay-at-home dad, bro. What is he doing? He should be a stay-at-home dad. 730 million, that's twice the net worth of our new king, Charles. 
Which, how does he have a net worth of 400 million? Yeah, I want to know what he did. What was his job back then? 430 million. If he got 430 million for being the king, like, or being in the royal family, that's a dub, man. Like, that, that royal family, that's clutch. If you're born, when you start realising life and you think, rah, man, why is my grandma wearing crowns all the time and shit? You're going to think, rah, this is a dub. I'm a royal baby. I'm going to get, like, 400 million. And the only catch to it all is that your uncle is a nonce. Like, you just cut him off and then you've got, you're caked and you're, you're going to be a king someday probably. That is a dub, man. But Rishi Sunak, how can a man who's got 150 million to his own name and 600 mil to his wife's name, how can he possibly lead the country that is in an economic crisis and... People are like, instead of paying their heating bill because they can't afford it, they're like having to go on a run in the evening to get their body warm. That's insanity, man. The crisis is a real crisis, and we are crisis in in this United Kingdom of ours. Like, it's a big crisis, bro. And we've got that while I'd up top. The, the best thing about Rishi Sunak, I'm telling you, the, the, the best thing about him is that lookalike that he has that's going like to and from our beef, our Magaluf, all them gas getting absolutely pinging pretending to be him like them memes that's the best thing about Rishi Sunak is them memes of that geezer that's pretending to be him beyond that he's a crook and he won't last very long well to be honest no he probably will man because the Tories have to back whoever's in now they can't they can't overthrow another one and overthrowing another one is like that'll be suicide for them they're probably not going to win the next general election anyway in my opinion um, but big facts if he bins it the general election will have to get moved forward, man. There's no way they can just throw another one in. I've got two questions, yeah, for someone who's a bit into politics. Um, I'm, I used to be into politics a lot, but I'm not so much. How, how would it have been even a normal thing to consider Boris Johnson coming back? Like, surely that can't happen. Like, they sacked him off. He resigned because he was useless. Then he declared that he might be coming back. Like, is that allowed? Why was that even a thing, bruv? How can... How can I get sacked from my job and then apply for the same the same role when they post it up because the person they hired me with was even worse? That doesn't make sense. My job wouldn't hire me back. They'd be like, bruv, you were shit as well. Like, you was, you was dog shit as well, you know? What are you doing? Like, how dare you apply? But the Conservatives were like, yeah, man, fuck it, let's back him. I see a thing that there was like something like 30 MPs that in July said that they wanted him fired that were then they come out and said they'll back him if he runs again. You lot are all spineless jabronis, bruv. How are you coming out and saying, yeah, get him sacked? And then a couple months later, you're like, yeah, actually, you know what, man? That bird was awful, so let's get that messy-haired bastard back. That's, that's nonsense is what that is. That is absolute nonsense. That's my first question. How is he allowed to come back? My second question is, when does it just become like, bruv, we have to have a general election. Like, if, if Rishi Sunak fucks it again, do the Conservatives just get to put another person in? Like, can they just keep chopping and changing their starting striker? Like, have they got unlimited backups and they, they can just keep chopping and changing the strikers until until we get a new gaffer in number 10 and, and he has a bit of faith in the youngsters and he's like, cool, man. Keir Starmer, you're getting a runabout now. Don't mess it up. You need to, you need to get a hat-trick. In game week one. When um, Keir Starmer gets in, he needs to start moving like Erling Haaland, bro. He, if he doesn't come and isn't a bagsman straight off the bat, 
then my God, is he, is he a wild lad? Yeah, like, he, he has to come in and, and be a top striker because if not, everyone's just going to be like, well, you've had your chance, you're done for. But I reckon he's got him, man. I reckon he's got it in the bag. But I don't know if Keir Starmer does personally, but at this point, we've, we've got to have something better than the Conservative government, right? They're not doing bits. They're tanking our economy. Things are rising. The cost of living is mental. Cost of living is big mental, man. And the cost of living is even more mental in this gaff because the fucking boiler's leaking water and they're just sticking it on my missus. She's trying to get that resolved. She's being like, come on, bro, fix fix the boiler. I told you what the issue is because I've got boiler mates. Is that what they're called? Boiler men? As mates? I've got one of them. Big clues. Well, actually, he made it very clear, yeah. So I messaged my... When, when we had this issue with the boiler, I messaged my pal, Jodley, so Jodley, here's the situation, mate. And, you know, he's meant to be the top pipe fitter in the country. But apparently pipe fitters don't do boilers. Well, what does a boiler have in it? It has pipes, right? But what do I know about stuff like that? I don't really. Um, that's not my forte. I'm a tech guy. Well, I like to be anyway. I'm not quite those tech guys that like... When people say they work in tech, they mean like big tech, like tech sales. Tech sales, man. I work in tech, bro. I don't work in tech, bro. Well, I do work in tech, but not that type of tech, bro. Um, and then, yeah, there's there's only one other thing that I was going to talk about in this podcast, and that is that me and my partner, we just got back from uh, Poland. We went to... Uh, see, I've always said Krakow, but when I was out there, people were saying Krakow. So either Krakow, which is probably the British way of saying it, or Krakow, which might be the correct way of saying it. Whichever way it is, it's, it's a great gaffe, man. It's an unbelievable gaff, in fact. Um, we went out there, we got out there for super cheap, man. Like, it was so cheap to get out there in the first place. Stayed at a Marriott hotel. Big up Mikey Menace, man. Anyone that knows about the Marriott knows about Mikey Menace. That guy's done a thing or two at the Marriott. Um, but we stayed at a Marriott in Krakow. It was, the hotel was unbelievable. The gaff is, like, Poland in general, man. What, pardon the pun, but what crack that is. Like, it is some gaff. A paddle of vodka shots in the home of vodka for two quid. A pint of tisky, two quid. A bottle of Coke in a bar is more expensive than a pint of tisky. Imagine a life where that is a thing. I was out there feeling like... I don't know what I was feeling like, but I was feeling like someone that was able to do what they wanted. I was able to buy as many pints of tisky... As many flavoured vodka shots with buki dames as I could possibly imagine. And to me, that is fantastic. It was oh, it was some gaff, man. We went to a restaurant called The Black Duck, yeah? If anyone's ever in Krakow, go to The Black Duck. Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable, bro. It was traditional Polish food. It was 10 out of 10 stuff. It wasn't even that expensive. A nice meal for the two of us cost like 50 quid in total. You probably can't really get a Nando's in London for 50 quid. So to get a two-course restaurant meal with wine and beers and all of the shebang is legitimate. That's super legitimate. And you know what I like in uh, Poland, yeah? In Poland, everyone at the end of the dinner gives you a shot of plum vodka or some degree of, like, plum vodka. Uh, not just some degree of vodka, flavoured vodka. It's lit, bro. 
But they start doing that in the UK, man. They'll charge you £10 a shot. But in Poland, they're just dashing it out. Dub gaff, dub holiday. I'm back to work. I'm pretty tired, but, you know, we're living the dream, man. Um, but, yeah, I think that is out. Oh, there's only one other thing, man. I used to bang out a bit of Doctor Who, and I see today... No, I see yesterday, sorry, that um, David Tennant's returning. That's goated stuff, David Tennant is back. Um, big up David Tennant. He's done a jobby and a half on Doctor Who. I swear he left, but now he's back. Coming like Bojo, back to number 10. David Tennant's back. Maybe this year is the return of certain things, man. What else should return? Um, what else should return, then? If, the, if this year's the year of returns, what's one other thing that should most definitely return? Um, I think one thing that should return is U2 back to Apple Music. They should force themselves on everyone's devices again. That was goated stuff. Um, big goated stuff. But yeah, it's been myself. I think this is everything I got to talk about. I've had a good time. I'm going to listen back through it. Hopefully there's not too much that I need to cut. The episode will probably be around half hour, something like that. Um, there'll be a little bit that gets chopped out. A little bit of me. I'm in an iron. Probably yawning bear as well. Sorry if I've yawned bear, man. I woke up early just for this. Because I recorded this episode. Didn't really like the way that I recorded it. So I've re-recorded it. This is the second time that I've done it. So there are some bits that I'd said before that I didn't say now. And I'm thinking in my head, oh, I should have said that. But I didn't say it. But it happens, man. This is what podcasting is about. It's trial and error. I make a lot of mistakes, but I'm learning from it. And I'm having great fun. And that's what matters. Um, but yeah, people dems. It's been myself at 26abs on Instagram. Follow the podcast at Absolute Waffle Show. That's A-B-B-S, Solute Wobsall. Ah, no, not that. That is Absolute Wobsall. It's a classic, and I'm going to end it there. Follow me, Absolute Wobsall. It's a classic. Maybe I'll rename the podcast to that. If I do, peace and love. Shout me if you want to get on. All of that good stuff. I've got a couple banger episodes coming soon, man. Crep Select's coming on. Um, my missus is coming on at some point. Um, I've got... My uni pal's coming on, Vanners is coming on, Berry Dog's coming on. We're, we're just, we're rolling into it, man. We've got, we've got some good things planned. It'll be fun. But say for tuning in, man. Share up the ting. Show your mate, show your mum, show your dad, show your grandma. They'll all love it. They're says. <laughs>